This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner is Charlie Daggs, okay? He was a middle manager at a manufacturing company. He wants to break free, and he won the $100 I give out every Monday. For your chance to win, simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes right now, and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Coming up tomorrow morning, Top Tribe, you're going to hear from Gil Wellsford. He produces events and made over 100K in September alone. Okay, Top Tribe, good morning. You can probably see or hear that I am smiling big right now. One, that's because I have coffee in my hands, but two, it's because I've got a good friend, someone I respect and I study, Miss Amy Porterfield, with me today. And look, entrepreneurs around the country are depending on Amy to really show them step-by-step how to increase revenue, drive more online traffic, grow their email list, and strengthen their connection with their target market. We're going to jump into some numbers today. You're going to love it. Amy, are you ready to take us to the top? I am ready. I am so excited for this. So first things first, um, your last launch, you did an amazing job. I was just telling you this. I listened to this episode that you did twice. You have your own podcast. It was episode 64. So I don't I want people to go listen to that right after or even just pause this now and go listen to it. What link can they get that episode at? amyporterfield.com forward slash 64. Okay, perfect. So break this down for us. Help us understand first off what the product was and then let's get into the juicy stuff. Okay, so what I did back in April is I launched my Profit Lab program. And so basically, it's a program to teach you how to create a social media sales funnel. So we launched it actually... April was the pre-launch. May is when the cart opened. And for about 20 days, we were in full promotion mode. And it included email marketing and webinars and freebies and all that good stuff. I used affiliates and I used live and automated webinars. So there was a lot involved. And we just almost hit a million dollars with the launch. So it was the biggest launch I had done to date. Well, congratulations. I know that's exciting. And I know people don't know your backstory, but it was Tony Robbins. It was then doing your own thing in the Facebook niche. And now you're going even bigger, right? Definitely. I love that. Okay. So let's jump into this launch. So talk to us about, um, talk to us about, uh, let's talk about costs first. And then I want to talk about marketing. So again, you did about a million top line or close to it in this launch. Um, How many days total was launch? Was it just the 21 days? Yes, about 20 days. May 6th, the cart opened. May 26th, the cart closed. Okay, great. And just for people, again, the top tribe listening in that are thinking about doing their own launch, why do you close the cart? I mean, help us understand why you do that. It's such a huge part of promoting online because your audience needs to feel that urgency or a reason to buy. I feel like by nature, we are all really procrastinators. If we don't have to buy just yet, we're going to kind of stay on the fence as long as we can. So closing the cart really allows people to decide, am I in or am I out? And the way I see it, it helps them decide, am I serious about this right now or am I not serious about it? Am I going to give it all or not? So when they decide, yes, I've got skin in the game. I'm going to buy this. I feel like we attract a really quality audience. And do you remember, Amy, what percentage of the total? We'll just call it a million for numbers sake. What percentage came in in the last two days? 
Oh, gosh, about 30%. Wow, that's amazing, yeah. 30%. Okay, yeah. and it sounds like most of the sales, it was a combination between affiliates and cold traffic. Is that accurate? That is accurate. However, I didn't use a lot of affiliates. I'm sure we'll talk about that. So about 25% of the sales came through affiliates. The rest were cold traffic, warm traffic with ads, a lot of retargeting, and my own email list. Okay, so let's go down each of those. Talk to me about affiliates first. A lot of people, their general thinking around affiliates is, hey, let me get as many as I possibly can. The more, the merrier. You didn't do that. Why? I didn't do that. So I'm not a huge fan of using a bunch of affiliates that don't know me or my brand well, or I don't know them. So I've experimented with this and we're starting to branch out a little and and it's still, I just come back to my gut that I really want a small but mighty affiliate team. So we used eight affiliates. I knew all of them personally. Personally, most of them I had marketed for for their products and services, and I've seen what they've done in the online marketing world for years now. So all of those eight were people that I really trusted. I knew I didn't have to watch them like a hawk to see what they'd say about me or what images they would use or anything like that. So it was a really comfortable partnership throughout the whole promo. And it sounds like in total, you had about eight of them and they drove about a quarter of a million dollars total in sales. Do you mind sharing, Amy, what the incentive structure was? How did you incent them? So we did a 50%. So straight through 50%. And what's interesting is we didn't do prizes. We didn't do a leaderboard or anything like that, which I think those are great components. So I promote B-School, Marie Folio's B-School, and they do a leaderboard, they do prizes. And I have to admit, those are the things that I hate my competitive spirit sometimes, but they get me going. <laughs> so when I see I'm number three on that list, I'm like, I oh, want to be number one. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we can't help that natural human urge, right? Yes, definitely. But I also know that when I'm in those big promos and there's those, the leaderboards and all that, sometimes, sometimes, I've never really admitted this, but I feel like I act a little irrational. So like I'm sending one more email, although I never had planned on sending another email. It probably is not the best idea for my list, but my ego takes over. And so I didn't want to perpetuate that with such a small launch. Like if I was going big, like B-School and Marie Forleo, of course I would do that. But that just wasn't where my head was. And I knew that the bulk of our sales were not going to come from our affiliates. So I just, I made it more of just a small kind of family kind of situation. Okay. And just, uh, we won't dive too much deeper into affiliates, but I am curious, you know, this 80-20 rule permeates our lives. We're typically, you know, 20% of, in this case, the affiliates drive 80% of the total affiliate revenue. Did you see that kind of distribution curve on your affiliate performance oh, as well? 100%. So if we used eight affiliates, two of them really were the drivers. And the great thing is uh, one of them was a total bust. Like it just didn't work. His, his emails weren't getting delivered. I don't know if he put the focus on it. Maybe something happened behind the scenes. You know, that's why I always say I never want to put all my eggs in one basket because this one affiliate that didn't come through to us, he's a great guy. And, and, I love him dearly and it's okay. But if I had really counted on that, I would have been really disappointed. Totally. And so one affiliate didn't come through, whatever the reason being. And then um, the other seven, two of those were like our shining stars. They had bigger lists. They mailed more, all that stuff. And then the others, they did really well. And I think they were happy with the results. But again, you're right. That 80-20 rule really played a, a part in this. Interesting. Okay, that's good to know. So again, we, we, we like to keep these episodes really short and simple. So we're gonna, I want to dive into the other two channels you articulated. The first was um, retargeting warm traffic from your own list and also cold traffic. Let's do cold traffic first. How do you think about cold traffic? How much did you spend on cold traffic for this launch? 
Okay, so overall, we spent $48,000 in ads, and that sounds like a whole lot of money, but remember, we almost hit a million, so it really paid off, and we do a lot of cold traffic to get people on my webinars, and so we probably, the $48,000, probably spent at least half of that, if not a little bit more, just on filling up five live webinars that I did during that 20-day promo, and so cold traffic was a huge part of that, that section. Interesting. And so you spent, just to be clear, about 24 grand of the four, of the total 48K on filling up the five live webinars. Correct. Okay. And how did, obviously it paid back on, on any given webinar. I'm going to make this up. Let's just assume there's a thousand people on to make the numbers easy. And there's a thousand people on at the point where you give them the offer at, let's say minute. Well, what, what minute do you, do you plan it out? Like what minute you start the offer and all that? I don't, but usually I hit it right around 60 minutes. Okay. And what percentage of people typically decide to go ahead and purchase their live on the webinar? So it really, uh, let's see here. It was, if I was going to think, get an average, I'm going to guess around 10 to 12% when it was, you know, my own webinars. Yep. And just to be clear, so everybody knows, give us the price point layout on this real quick. Oh, great. Okay. So it was, I do two levels. I do a self-study and a mastery. So self-study was 497 or I had a three payment plan of 197 and then mastery what, or and then it was five ninety seven full price if you um, didn't get it before the price increased and we'll talk about that real quick and then um, we did a mastery of nine ninety seven or a three payment plan of three ninety seven and so what I do and this is a really great thing for someone to steal as well to do with for their own promo I love is how when you I say s- that Amy that's great <laughs> <laughs> take it from me take it baby <laughs> so in the very beginning when we open card on May sixth we go for a hundred dollars off of self study. And so when we get about six days before the cart closed, we do a price increase of $100 to go to the full price. So it's a real true um, urgency kind of thing. And what we find is that the day before that price increase is our biggest day. And then, of course, cart closes our second biggest day. So we really do see people taking action. That's why that scarcity and urgency is so important. And then mastery never goes to full price. It always is $9.97 because I put a cap on it and usually allow 200 people in mastery because there's a lot of one-on-one with me. So by the time the price increases, that's been filled up already. Okay. And there were did that, that sell out 200 it did, yes. Okay, great. And then how many days into launch? There was 21 total days. How many days into launch did that fill up? So I would say um, if there's 20 days into the launch by day 14, I think we were full. Interesting. Okay. So let's go back Rick, real quick to the self-study. You said the biggest day in terms of sales was the day before the price increase. How did you communicate with your audience that the price increase was happening? Like, for example, was it an email list of 55,000 that you said price increasing? Walk us through that messaging. So what we do is we, okay, so I have a list of around, at the time, probably 180,000. Okay. And we speak to two groups really specifically, those who signed up for my webinar and then those who didn't. And so for those who signed up for my webinar, they got two emails on price increase day, which feels very um, overwhelming to me sometimes because I get scared to email my list too much. But I also know every time I've pushed myself a little bit more, the revenue speaks for itself. And so we did two emails on cart close day to them. 
them. And then on a whole other track, once my five live webinars were over, because we do those in the first about week and a half, once those live webinars were over, we then send about three or four emails to just the people on my list that never signed up for a webinar. Because here's a really cool um, stat. Out of 1,500 people that bought my Profit Lab program, 450 of those people never, ever got on one of my webinars. Really? And no way. Was- it's that high? It's that high. And this was a really uh, heavy webinar promo. Wow. And so I did all my live webinars with the eight affiliates. I did five for my own list. So 450 never got on a, didn't even sign up to get on a webinar. One third of your total sales really came in with no webinar. Crazy, right? It was directly from an email into the sales page and boom, closed. Exactly. That is the power of email and not just one email, but we we do it pretty heavy in terms of the emails. Um, we do a follow-up sequence that's pretty heavy. And then also we email the segment of my list that never signed up for a webinar. We, we give them their own sequence, promo sequence, where I have to explain the product and the concept and messaging more because they never got on a webinar. That makes total sense. Real quick, Amy, before we get into my favorite part of the show, we talked about affiliates. We talked about, again, the cold traffic and a little bit uh, about the warm traffic in your list. How much money did you spend on retargeting people? So for retargeting, if we spend about $48,000 in ads, I would guess, um, to make an educated guess, probably half of that if not more, was retargeting. So for either retargeting our sales page, retargeting our registration page. For the webinar. For the webinar. Okay. And retargeting uh, the thank you page as well. So the reason I asked that question, Amy, is I'm trying to get down to your most efficient dollar spent in the launch. Would you say the most efficient dollars you spent were on the retargeting? Yes. So I'll give you a number really quick. We retargeted the cart open. So when we, uh, when the cart opened, we retargeted anybody who had signed up for a registration page on a webinar. We had 90 conversions from that at $5 and 75 cents cost per conversion. And then we retargeted um, at the price increase. So that's another great reason why you want to do price increase because it gives you an excuse to create specific ads around it, send out specific emails around that. And we got 47 conversions at $6.18 just from retargeting at a, a pivotal point inside the launch. She got about $137, 137 new customer sales at about a $7 like price point. It cost you seven bucks. You made like what? Six ninety seven. Well, four ninety seven minimum off from those folks. Yes, exactly. Amy, that is amazing. That's an ATM yeah. that like you want to obviously keep using if it's working, right? Exactly. The power of retargeting. Yes. Wow, this is unbelievable. I love this. Guys, you have <laughs> to follow Amy and her stuff. I'm going to link. Uh, I just give you a dose of it here in the top because that's our style. I like to keep it short and sweet. I encourage you to go to her episode 64 and episode 62 on her own podcast, which is doing very, very well. And I'll link to that in the show notes, guys. So you can go check it out at nathanlacka.com forward slash the top one, three, three. Again, forward slash the top one, three, three. And Amy's podcast, if you want to go check it out right when this episode ends, it's called Online Marketing Made Easy with Amy Porterfield. It's one of my favorites. So Amy, we'll put the links in the show notes, but if people want to follow you personally online, where's the best place they can do that? Thanks for asking, amyporterfield.com. Okay, Top Tribe, do not forget your chance to win a hundred bucks right here on the podcast every Monday. It's very simple. You just subscribe to the show on iTunes. And then once you've done that, text me to prove that you've done it. My number is 
703-431-2709. Subscribe now and text me to enter. 703-431-2709. Top Drive, one of my favorite tools that I use to pump out great blog content and to really hire growth hackers on demand is Growth Geeks. It's a great tool. I use it for my blog, for my images, to help with the podcast production. And I worked out a great deal with the founder because he was on the show. Go to growthgeeks.com forward slash the top to start a free trial right now. Again, growthgeeks.com forward slash the top. Amyporterfield.com. Okay, Amy, no pressure, but I'm going to put it on anyway. Do you know what time it is? No, I'm nervous. Come on, Amy, it's, it's, it's time for the famous five. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Number one, what is your favorite business book? Ooh, favorite business book. Um, oh, you make it so hard for me. Oh, that's an easy one. Come on. Um, why can't I think of the name? And you know it because I've told you it before. Rework. I love Rework. <laughs> Rework. Jason Freed. So good. That's a good one. Okay. Number two, Amy, is there a CEO that you're following or studying right now? Well, Elon Musk is pretty amazing. And so I've been, just picked up his book. Elon Musk. Amy, I have to tell you, if you like that book, you should, you'd actually really like in episode 129, I had Tim Draper on. Tim was actually, Tim is, so Tim has raised $10 billion. He's the, he's California's biggest venture capitalist. He's the one that wants to split California into six states. Oh, you yes, know what I'm talking yes. about? That's him. So I had him on and I hit him hard on this stuff. And he was actually one of the first investors with Elon. You know, Elon and Tim invested in Tesla and then Elon took it over completely. So if you like that book on Elon, you'll love that show with Tim Draper. That guy is a character. Okay, I'm going to check it out for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's episode 129. Okay, number three. Is there a favorite online tool you have, Amy, like Evernote? Yes. So I would say Slack. Slack is one of my favorite tools where I communicate with my team every single day. I could shut it down when I want. I could turn it on when I want. And we have different (laughs) channels for all the different projects we're working on. I love how aggressively you say shut it off because I feel like you have such a healthy work-life balance. I think it's great. It's great. Number four, Amy, and this feeds right into this question. Yes or no, do you get eight hours of sleep every night? I do. I think that's why I'm so healthy. Eight hours every single night. Do you? Yeah, I wish, but I, I can, I love the fact I can feel the energy like oozing through <laughs> the microphone as you're interviewing. I'm like smiling the whole time. I mean, this is, you're such a great teacher and it's one of the reasons because you balance your energy. Oh. Okay. Last question, Amy. Um, Take us back to your 20-year-old self. What do you wish that she knew? That it was all going to be okay and every single thing works out how it's supposed to work out. I am a believer in that. I just have to remind myself every single day. Guys, that it's all going to be okay. Well, Amy, from your work starting off and learning under Tony Robbins to breaking it on your own and hitting some smash courses to now launching your own thing and doing almost a million dollars in your launch. Thank you, Amy, so much for taking us all to the top. Thanks for having me. Take care. You bet. Bye-bye. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday. If you loved Amy's show today, guys, you're going to love Matt's from yesterday. His supplement company did 280 grand in last month alone. He breaks down how. 